Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to your wellness journey with the detox yogi, Marla Barr. Marla dives into your wellness from every angle, discussing food, yoga, meditation, and relationships. If it can play a role in your wellness journey, she will cover it here. Now, here's Marla. The elusive 10 to 15 pounds, those pesky last couple pounds. You go to the gym, you eat what you think is right, you're doing all the right things, but there are these last 10 to 15 pounds that just seem to be out of our reach. And it's not just you. So this week I'm hosting a wonderful week-long detox like I do every month with some amazing people from around North America. And I asked them at the beginning of our week together, what is the big things that you want to accomplish? And I always hear pretty much the same thing is that, you know, I want more energy. I don't want to feel as tired. I want to deal with worrying and anxiety and anger. But what comes up all the time is, I'd really like help losing those last 10 to 15 pounds. Hi, I'm Marla Barr, the Detox Yogi, and in this episode, we're going to talk about those last 10 to 15 pounds, why going to the gym or any diet is never going to get rid of them, and we're going to talk about what does. So let's dive right in. So back to my lovely detoxers from this week. Uh, so yeah, the, the, one of the big things is what are we, how, how can we really lose those last 10 to 15 pounds? And we spend a good deal of the week really talking about it and really talking about your digestion and how it works and how it doesn't work 90% of the time. So during these weeks, people tend to lose, and I should say for the people that their body needs to or wants to lose those 8 to 15 or 10 to 15 pounds, there is a group, and I know I've spoken about them before, our vadas that are very lanky and lean, and they absolutely, you know, their, their bodies wouldn't need to lose 10 to 15 pounds. They would probably be happy if they could gain a couple pounds. So that group is not impacted. It's our other two groups, our pittas and our kaphas that really tend to carry a wee bit of extra weight. That tends to be about 70 to 80% of all of us out there. So what does that look like? Because we spend a lot of time, these detox, these digestion detox weeks, dealing with, okay, what are those 10 to 15 pounds and how do we do it and how do we understand it? And then once we lose those, and often we do during the course of these weeks together, normally for those body types that do want to and need to lose that weight, we end up losing about 8 to 15 pounds. That's kind of the norm. So my goal is during our off season, which means our three weeks in between our lovely little self-care cleanses, 
that we keep those off and we really understand them and we understand when the scale number is going up a little bit, what that really means. So let's talk about that. I, I know I've had this, I've gone through this before, you know, I'd say about a decade ago, I was super, super healthy. I was running, I was doing yoga, I was going to the gym, I'd, you know, my husband and I would sign up for half marathons every other month. We were really healthy. We ate really well. We cooked meals from scratch. We ate lots of fresh fruits and vegetables. Yet still, there was that 10 to 15 pounds that I still had that I was like, hmm, this doesn't quite feel right. How come I'm doing everything right? I'm doing everything that I should. And this being in my skin doesn't always feel comfortable. I feel bloated. And I had no clue why. I'm a food scientist. I should be able to really figure this out. And then when I started to really, really get into these monthly detoxes that we do, I started to figure out and I started to see it not only in myself, but in the people I was walking through this process as well. What tends to happen, so I want you to think of you're at work and you're busy at work and you in this situation, you are your digestive system. So you are at work, you are working hard and your boss walks in and says, here's something I need you to do. It's a project. It's due in one hour. And you look at it and you think, I have never seen this before. I do not possess the skills, the abilities, the resources I need to accomplish this. This this is impossible. And he leaves and you're like, what the heck? So you, you go down the hall and you get your friend from finance and you get your other friend from marketing and everyone's in a room and you're like, hey, I have less than two hours now. I have got to pull this project off. Can you help me? So now there's more people in the room and we're trying more and more to solve this, but you do not have the resources. So so keep that in your mind. And that is actually what happens to your digestive system when we are eating during the course of the day. Often what we are eating are things that once they get into our stomach, your body's like, what? What is this? I I don't understand this. I don't know how to work with this. I have two hours to fully process this, fully absorb it until we're on to the next round of snacks or food or whatever. That's it. We've got this such short window. I need to pull in all these resources, which end up coming in the form of liquid. What am I going to do to make this food into actual food when it isn't? So, that's really what happens. So what are the big culprits that you're eating that you had for breakfast today, you had for dinner, you had for lunch, or during your snacks, and how can we combat that? So I have five and kind of a bonus sixth that I want to share with you today as to what am I eating? How can I look at the food, what I'm buying at the grocery store today and start making a change? So that freshman 15, as my friends call it down in the States, or that last 10 to 15 pounds is no longer plaguing you. So the first thing on the list of my five that I really want you to pay attention to is chewing. And I want you to all if you have, if you're at home, if you're anywhere around an apple, this is, this is a little test that we're all going to do. I'm going to go out. Well, I'm detoxing this week, so I'm not going to eat an apple because I already had my lunch here. But we're going to stop in a second. Go get an apple. 
make a little slice of it and bring it back here. So I'll give you a second. I'll stop the stop this. Alrighty, so I am back. We all have our apples. You have it in your hand. You know that it's fairly firm in texture. So how much chewing are you going to normally do to this apple before you swallow it? So think about that. Take that bite. Bite, 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 swallow. Whatever you would normally do. So is that three bites? Is it five? Is it uh, maybe six or seven? So we were all given teeth, these very, very strong teeth that hopefully last us our entire lives. And they are meant for chewing. They're meant to, so when food comes into our mouth, we're basically trying to get that apple to the consistency of applesauce before you swallow it. So that's super interesting, I find. If you look the next time you are out having lunch with someone, just watch them eat. So they have this little sandwich in front of them and they go to take a bite and just count, watch their jaw and see how many times they chew before they swallow without thinking about it. So they have a big ham sandwich or something in their hand and they go bite, 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 swallow. And it's like, oh my gosh, four bites. Did they really chew that enough to get it to your stomach? And the answer is no. You know, we only have teeth in our mouth. We do not have teeth in our belly. We do not have teeth, anything even closely resembling it. The goal is to have our food, our nutrients, 80 percent digested, 80 percent broken down before we swallow. Well, we're lucky if we get 20 percent in normally with how we chew. And you know, this kind of goes back to my days when I worked at the zoo and looking at animals and studying them and studying how they processed food and how they ate food. And you would see them and they'd be sitting in front of the giraffes and just watching them and they're chewing and they're chewing and they're chewing. And oh my goodness, we are chewing more. And it's just like, oh my goodness, is this, do we really seriously need to eat and chew this month? Is that that important? And in fact, it actually is that important to our health. So just, you know, you can think of it, you are on some big project at work and the first guy has to do his part of the job before it can come to you. And so he's done his part, he puts it on your desk and you look at it and you go, oh my gosh, that guy from accounting again, are you kidding me? He is such a slacker. He is not doing any of this, right? I have to go back and do all of his work before I can even start my work. That's what your stomach is doing today. That is exactly what's happening. It's saying those teeth, that mouth, they are such slackers. They are not doing what they're supposed to. And now I have to pick up the slack and I'm going to need tons of other resources. So what happens? You get indigestion. You get an upset stomach. You get bloating because the part of your body that is doing the significant amount of digesting that was supposed to happen in your mouth didn't. And now the rest of your digestive system is going to have to pick up the slack. And it is not happy. So I'll ask you this before we go on. Have you ever gone to the bathroom, had a poop and looked at your poop and realized there was a whole pea in there? There's a whole grape or a whole mushroom. Like nothing in that thing was even digested a wee wee bit. And it's like, oh boy, like so you think about that food and it's you weren't getting the nutrition from that. Your body was working as hard as it could, 
but you weren't getting that digestion. So the first thing on my list is really chewing. So taking that apple that you have and chewing it and see what that means. How, how many times do you have to slowly chew before you can swallow? And just try that. Make an appointment with yourself. Have lunch with yourself or breakfast with yourself and sit there quietly, not while you're racing out the door and thinking, how can I really chew this properly, digest this properly? So my mouth is doing the lion's share of the work that it's supposed to be doing, that it was designed to do before I give it to my stomach. So that's why in these lovely digestive detoxes that I lead, after day one, day two, we slowly ease into it. So we're consuming mostly smoothies or very pureed soups. So you think the chewing that we were supposed to do is all done for us already. It is 80% digested by the time it hits our stomach. So you'll see these people and they're losing weight so quickly. And it's because, hey, what's done in your mouth, what was supposed to be done is done. So your body can actually get to the projects that it wants to do, that it was designed to do. Second thing is we tend to eat food that is far too processed. Back when I was in university, a thing came up. It's just a term that came up that was called food-like substances. And I was like, food-like substances? What does that even mean? And what it is is regular food that's produced, it's on a farm, and it's made, but it's processed to such an extent that they actually cannot call it food anymore. And you see it in the grocery store all the time. I would bet over half the food in every grocery store I go to is actually not technically food. It's actually these food-like substances. So if you can't recognize it, your body can't recognize it. So you, you look at these things in the frozen food aisle or in cans or jars or you know boxes, and you look at the ingredients and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no clue what this means. Your body is saying the exact same thing. I have no clue what this means. So it stops and it goes, does anyone have any idea what this is? And the rest of your digestive system says, no, I have no clue. We don't have any time. Their next meal is only two hours away. We have to do a ton of digesting, get this done quick. And so there's one of two things that happens. If you're one of these Vata body types, these very slender body types, it'll go right through you. And if you're of the other two body types, the what will happen is the food or the nutrients or these food-like substances will be stored where your body thinks, I'll get to that at another time. But will your body ever get to that at another time? No, of course it doesn't. We don't ever give it that opportunity, that luxury to deal with it because we're on to the next meal. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. 
Priceline. So that's what happens when we have two processed foods. So we dealt with one and two. We're not chewing enough. We have far too processed of food or we're consuming far too much food-like substances instead of actual food. And the third is dairy. And if you've listened to some of my past episodes, I go way into the history of us consuming dairy and where it started and began. And, you know, humans have been in one form or another on this planet for over six million years. But we have only been consuming dairy for five, six, seven thousand years. So our body isn't designed for it. It doesn't really recognize it. The only individuals that can be consuming dairy, especially from another animal, are, well, that other animal. And little children who are being breastfed until their age one, two, three, whatever they and their mom decide. Those are the only beings that can actually really process dairy. The rest of us have a hard time, even though, yeah, is ice cream delicious? Yes, of course it is. Just understand that when we're consuming dairy, our body really doesn't know what to do with it. So the first thing that you'll hear, and as soon as I walk into a room, I can I can hear people. I don't even have to see them. I know which ones are having a little bit of a dairy issue at that moment because you'll hear they have a lot of sniffing and even snorting and you'll just hear that there's a lot of mucus in their upper system and that's what happens is that your sinuses start develop as soon as dairy comes into our system our body thinks whoa i have to protect myself from this so what it starts to do it coats your throat and it coats your insides to protect it forming this barrier so that the dairy can't actually come in and some wonderful studies were actually done recently that i saw that said hey if you're eating something super nutritious like fruit and the the exact study had to do with blueberries and how high they were in antioxidants they're like don't Don't put blueberries or anything else super healthy in your yogurt because what your body does is form this barrier between the insides of your stomach as well from the food. So that means all of that super healthy antioxidants, nutrients in the blueberries, they're not able to actually penetrate and get through this mucus layer and you're not actually receiving the benefit from them. So what's the point of putting all these great, fresh, awesome things in with your dairy. And it's so do we absolutely consume no dairy in our household? No, from time to time, you know, the kids eat cheese and that's okay. But we look at dairy more like we look at sugar. It's a treat to have once in a while and we understand the consequences. We understand what our body is doing. It's not a place where we look at, oh, we need three to five servings of dairy every single day. No, it it has nothing to do with how healthy you are. It's something that was added to humans' diets far too recently to actually have any impact. So, that dairy tends to really bloat us as well. The fourth thing is nutraceuticals. And you've probably heard of pharmaceuticals and all the drugs and concoctions that people take to stay well. But nutraceuticals might be a different term for you. And basically, that's all the protein powders, the 
energy drinks, the protein bars that you see out there. So they're trying to sell you in that you need this pill, you need this powder to get additional vitamins and nutrients. And what happens is they tend to take these isolated nutrients and they pack them into a substance, a food or a drink, whatever it ends up having to be. What they tend to do is these nutraceuticals, they're processed in a way that it's being packed into a small substance, either a drink or a food, some bar, some, you know, they even have protein powder, enhanced breakfast cereal. And the thing is, your body is starting to recognize them just the same way it recognizes these food-like substances. They're not the natural way food comes into your system, and it's just too jam-packed in there. And what we're actually seeing through science, which is really fascinating, is that say there is iron, then there's a lot of iron in blueberries, and that's what you want. So what they were saying is okay, let's take those blueberries and extract all the iron and then we'll just make it into a pill and we'll have blueberry iron pills and everyone will buy it and this will be fantastic and we'll make a gazillion bucks. Well, what we're finding is that looking at individual foods like blueberries, like broccoli, like kale, in order for them to successfully come into our system, meaning for them to be absorbed into our system, they need to come in with a whole bunch of friends. So picture it, you're going to a party and there's this girl you really like or this guy you really like and you want them to come to the party, but they will not come to the party unless all of their friends come with them. So this sounds kind of familiar. So they all get there and then yeah, you get the friend there as well because they've come with all of their buddies. Well, the same thing is happening with what we thought about nutrition and nutraceuticals 10, 15 years ago, and that, oh, we're just going to isolate. We're just going to take out that one little thing that we think is important and see if that works. And the fact is, it isn't. It will only come to the party. It will only play. It will only absorb if it is coming in with all of its friends. And that's nature. That's how it was created. That's why these blueberries or kale or whatever you're eating has come to an existence. We need that whole food. We need all aspects of that blueberry to be present in order to absorb it. So all these wonderful pills and powder, and I don't know how often I get people coming, oh, just promote my pill. Oh, just promote my nutritious protein drink. And I'm like, nah, show me the science, show me the real science behind it. And maybe I'll look at it. But until that time, it's blueberries are perfect the way they are. If you can't get blueberries in season, there's tons of, you know, organic frozen ones that you can get. It's it's not about getting these nutraceuticals. And I think we really need to take some time and start t- looking at our cupboards at home and what are, oh, I, I just always add this protein powder to my breakfast smoothie. Well, why do we do that? Because it's delicious. It makes it taste like a chocolate milkshake. And we think we're doing something good for our body. But, you know, just go buy some organic cocoa powder and it'll do the same thing. It'll probably be much more chocked full of nutrients than, you know, the $30 bottle of whatever that you bought. So the fourth thing that's nutraceuticals and how they really do plague our system and contribute to this additional 10 to 15 pounds. 
And the fifth thing is time off. So now we're back to our little scenario of we're a worker, we're at work, we just finished this big project, this two-hour digestion project. <sighs> like, what do you need? You just finished this big project for your boss. You now need a break. You need to relax. You need to do something else. Go for a walk. Have a coffee break. You don't want to jump right back into it. And that's what we do to our systems. How many people say, oh, I'm just a grazer. I just slowly eat all day long. Well, that means your digestive system is working all day long. It isn't getting a break. It isn't getting a coffee break. It isn't having time to relax. And we really need to focus just as much as we focus on eating. We need to focus on giving our digestive system a break. So that's why with these digestive cleanses that I do every month, we eat breakfast. And as soon as that last bit of oats passes our lips or the last bit of smoothie or soup or whatever we're eating for that meal, we are not consuming any food until the next meal. So you know, if you're having something pureed, if you're having a soup or a smoothie, it probably will take about half as long for your digestive system to do what it needs. So those nutrients can actually start getting to the cells and doing the work it's supposed to do. So now it has three hours off to rest and restore and focus on other things instead of diving right back in. And it's just like you, what if you were forced to work 18 hour days every single day, no weekends off. It would make you bonkers. You'd feel awful. You'd have an upset stomach. You'd have bloating. You'd have diarrhea or constipation. There's absolutely no way that you can focus and function at your height, at your max, when you are so taxed. So I want you to think of your digestive system just like that and how important it is to give your system time off. So again, right after I finished my last sip of smoothie I made for breakfast this morning, there is not a single calorie I consume until lunchtime. Do I finish up my coffee? Yeah. Do I have some nice green tea or lemon tea or water? You bet. But do I actually consume anything? And another thing that um, I want you to know is, say you're just walking through the snack room, ah, you're not really hungry, but someone just made a little muffin or there's just some chips and you're just taking one. It's not really a snack. You're just having one chip. Well, your body has absolutely no clue that you're eating just one chip. It has to start the entire system up again, the entire digestion system. So whatever it was doing, whatever it was repairing in your body, as soon as that one raisin, one tiny little raisin, goes into your mouth and you swallow it, it stops everything else it was doing in your body. And it says, digestion time, everyone back to work. Here we go. We're on. And for the next hour, two hours, it is working on digesting just that one tiny little raisin. So it doesn't matter if you're sitting down to a big meal or just that one raisin. That's why it's so important. You finish your breakfast, good. We are done until lunch. You eat your lunch, great. We are done until dinner. Now, so for our lovely Vada friends out there, and again, those are the individuals that are very slight and skinny. They tend to have very narrow shoulders and narrower hips. Those individuals, I would recommend that they have four meals during the day. So they might eat at eight, 11, two, and six. And that's how they're spreading out there because they really do need a little bit more attention, their digestive systems and helping their system slow down a bit. But for the rest of us, for both the pittas and kaffas, we are totally fine with just eating those three meals a day. 
So those are the five big things that play a huge role in getting rid of that extra 10 to 15 pounds and why it doesn't matter how many times. You could go to the gym every single day for the next 10 years straight. You're not going to touch that 10 to 15 pounds. It's not pot. You're going to have a lot of muscle and that'll be great. But this additional bloating, this additional just weight and uncomfortableness and dealing with digestive issues from more diarrhea or loose stool all the way to constipation, that is still going to plague you. And it doesn't matter what diet you're on either. You will have the same issues. So just looking at how can we go on these digestive detoxes or really focus and think about our digestive system and what we are putting it through on a daily basis. So the last thing I do have kind of like a bonus sixth one there. And I did mention, you know, we fast in between meals. One of the most important times to fast is right after dinner. So you finish that last bite of whatever you're eating or having your soup or your salad or whatever it is. When you put that fork down, no other calories, no other actual food enters your system. And why this is so important, and it plays into not just that extra 10 to 15 pounds and combating that, but it plays into what we look at for our other big goals that I hear all the time. It's, I want more energy. I don't want to feel so tired. So so say, imagine last night you're watching a movie and you just had a bowl of popcorn. It was 10 o'clock at night and there's no, hardly any calories in popcorn, right? It's, it's a low calorie thing. Or I just ate an apple. It was no big deal. It was healthy. But what happens is your digestive system is now on for the next eight or for the next two hours after that. So your body really isn't going to sleep. So say last night, I ate an apple at 10 o'clock as I was finishing watching the news or catching up on some email or whatever. So that means until 12 o'clock, until midnight, my system's really working. Even though I'm asleep at that point, it doesn't matter. My system cannot actually turn off and rest. And then I'm up, say, five o'clock in the morning. Well, I only really got a five-hour sleep. I thought, you know, I've been sleeping for seven hours, maybe seven and a half. I should be well rested when actually you are not. You have to give yourself that time. That's why at least two hours before bedtime, we should all ensure that we are stopping any consumption of any food, any nutrients, any calories, and just go to water or some tea. That's my suggestion. So that is our five with a bonus six. So one of the things I just wanted to leave off with, so this is detox week and it's just so the the second week of every month, we do this big, long digestive detox online with all these wonderful individuals from all around the world. And it's just been amazing to meet them all and see where they're at and learn their stories. And it's just, it always is, you know, my heart soars during these weeks. So I wanted to give a little message out to my amazing detoxers this week that, so we end on Sunday. So Monday morning, they will probably weigh themselves and they will look down at that scale and they'll be amazed that they'll be 8, 10, 12, 15 pounds lighter. And what I want you guys to know is that that weight that you're looking at is actually your true weight. Those 10, 15 pounds that you lost just during this week are something that that's your digestion asking for help. 
And so now we have this tool, you know, you know, we've gone through this week together and now you know how to get there. And we will continue to do this every single month so we can do it together in a group and continue to learn together as a group. But now knowing, hey, I didn't lose that 10, 15 pounds. This is who I am. Look in the mirror Monday morning at your amazing selves and how you feel and how I'm I'm not tired. I'm not angry. I'm not, you know, feeling frustrated. I'm not dealing with constipation, diarrhea. I'm not dealing with bloating. Know that that is your normal. What you're looking in the mirror right now is your normal. What you're seeing on the scale, that is your normal. That is your zero. And what we tend to do is we add those five little things on and we slowly, the pounds can climb back. But I'll be working with you and we'll make sure that we keep at this level and we won't let all of the great work that we've done this week go. And if you've never been on one of these wellness detoxes with me before, I highly suggest, you know, every month we do it, it's a different theme. We tackle a different topic and we go into our physical wellness, our mental wellness, how we can take better care of ourselves. And so if you go onto my website, which is thedetoxyogi.com, feel free to sign up for any single month and use the promo code BLISS podcast and you can get 20% off any single of the months and you can try it and join us. It's just so much fun. We go through this whole process together. We share laughs. We cry together. We have amazing stories. We do a live chat every night. So the whole group of us are allowed to kind of talk back and forth and ask their questions and I answer them in real time, which is super nice and a lovely private Facebook group. So at any time, just join us. Happy, happy to have you from where ever in the world that you are listening. And I hope this gives you a great grasp on those last 10 to 15 pounds and we will conquer them together and you'll feel amazing. Anyway, until the next episode, I wish you the very, very best on your wellness journey. You've been listening to Your Wellness Journey with Marla Barr. To continue your journey after the show, go to blissbodywellness.ca and follow Marla at blissbodywellness on Instagram and YouTube. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.